Are you ready for the most ridiculous advice in fantasy football? If so, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, without any further ado, here they are. It's Terribiculous and Rondiculous. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Terribiculous and Rondiculous show. I'm Terribiculous Terry, and I'm joined by Ron Rondiculous as usual. Welcome, Ron. We're coming live from Charlotte, North Carolina to you today. Hey, Terry. How's it going? <laughs> I'm well, Ron. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Good. Um, we have got, uh, of course, a busy show again. So we've got to jump into things right away, of course. Um, are you good with that? Or did, you, or did you want to talk about something before we even get started, Ron? Oh. Anything personal going on in your life <laughs> that you need no, to talk about? trying to win a million dollars. Thank today. God, because I've got... Just uh, like everybody else. Yeah, really. You know. Did you win a million dollars last week? I didn't. I had a good week, though. I had a really good week. I had a line at the King close. I just had a little bit, you know, just, just a little bit off. So I was King close. Um, didn't quite uh, win a million, but, you know, on to, on to week four, as we say. Well, that's why we're still here. We didn't win the million dollars. But exactly. anyway, we're going to we're gonna do that recap for you. And, you know, the funny thing is, uh, one of our listeners, they're always like, why did you why did you re- do a recap of what happened last week? That doesn't do us any good. But actually, it, it does do us some good, doesn't it, Ron? Oh, absolutely. Um, the reason you want to look back at last week is look at your lineups and look at the winning lineup. See where you got things right. See where you got things wrong. It's you're always learning, and things and strategy changes continuously in daily fantasy football. Everyone's looking for an edge, some way, somehow. So when you look at the winning lineup, you can look at it and say, "Oh, this is what they did," and you can kind of say, "How did they come up with that process? How did they come up with those players?" And a lot of times it makes sense. I mean, there's a couple times you'll be like, "Oh my!" I, I mean, who would have come up with that? You know. So sometimes there's someone out there that you just don't understand it, but. Nine out of ten times, you can look at the lineup and say, "Yeah," and you're like, "Why didn't I put that lineup together?" It makes sense. So you're that, right. I that's mean, that's why you do it. Yeah, so. you're right. I mean, because that same listener, they're like, "How?" They were like, "How do you do a thirty-minute show on fantasy football?" And then they listen to the whole podcast and they realize what the statistical analysis that goes into this. You know, uh, there's just so much that goes into fantasy football. I think that's why we like it so much. I know. You know, I like to. I said that on that first podcast. I love numbers and stats. I'm a nerd about that. So I, that's why I like it so much. And like I said, it's always a challenge. It's a puzzle you're trying to fit together. So. Um, we haven't finished the puzzle yet, but we're gonna get it. We're gonna get there. So one of these days, Absolutely. one of these days, that is Absolutely. gonna be a million dollar puzzle. That's right. This and, is the week. We can and you're it. and you're gonna hear it right here. So exactly. you can join us becoming millionaires. Exactly. <laughs> we, we hope anyway. Exactly. So basically, that's why we do the recap because you know you do get a lot of information from from what's going on in the past. Absolutely. And you can build your future lineups uh, based on that information. Absolutely. So, hey, let's jump into it right away. So you said you had a, good, a lot of good lineups. I did. And, I, had, I, had a good, I had a good week. Good, um, good, yeah, good. So, and how about you? How did you do? You know what? I, I, I was so busy last week, I really didn't have a lot of time to play. So I just played a few lineups, but I did not do very well. Okay. I mean, I had one good lineup that got me a little bit of money, but honestly, I was down for the week. So my lineups, my lineups were not good. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? What do we say? On to week four. On to week, on to on, next week. Right? On to week four, yeah, and it'll be bigger and better. So. Exactly. Uh, what about your What about your good uh, good picks last week? Tell us Tell us the good stuff. Okay, the good stuff. Yeah, the hits. Um, so players. These are players I suggested. Uh, these are players that did well for us. Uh, Prescott had twenty nine forty eight. Derrick Henry had twenty six. Hopkins had eighteen point seven. Those guys are all studs. So you hope you expect them to do well. Um, Allen Robinson was a good pick for uh, Chicago. He had 23.3. And 
And then Tampa Bay's defense got 18 points. So, now, those were all your good picks, right? Those are the ones yes. you suggested. We, yeah, those were the I suggested yeah, last week. Yeah. So they, they, they turned out well. So so that was good. Um, so we, we did good there. We had a couple misses. Um, Trubisky, I thought he, he was going to do good, but of course he got pulled in the game. So <laughs> yeah. that didn't help. He wasn't playing horrible. I mean, when he got pulled, he already had 12 points. So he was on pace for about 24, 25, which is not bad. You know, it's, it's not... Like I said, it wasn't thirty nine or whatever, but it was. It, that's a good. That's a good day. Right. It, it, I mean, so, that, it, that. I mean. Yeah. It, at least he had twelve points. I mean. Exactly. Otherwise, he could have really ru- ruined your whole lineup. I mean, you could actually win some money with exactly. with twelve points. You exactly. know. Exactly. Unlike me, you know, one of my <laughs> like I was telling you earlier, Ron, I had a great lineup, but I had John Brown and he had zero points yeah. and just screwed up my whole lineup. Unfortunately, yeah. he uh, of course you know he got injured at the end too. Yeah. So. I yeah. feel bad about that, but it, it, you know, and it does happen sometimes that you know those good players they just have a bad game or like you get hurt or something. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast earlier and it was talking about, and I think it was week one or two. Somebody, this is on DraftKings side, but they got second place in the million dollar tournament and they had a player that got a zero. Mm. So everybody else went like bonkers, crazy. So. It's not out of the realm, you know. So you can you can still if you have a guy that gets zero, it doesn't mean you're completely down and out. I mean, it's it's hard, but it's not impossible. Did he win the million dollars? No, he got second. Oh, he got, he, sec- he got second. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, to have so, a player score zero exactly. and still get second. Exactly. Yeah. So so it can happen. So just think about that. And then looking at I'm talking about looking at um, last week's lineup, the winning lineup scored two hundred and twenty point six points. What two hundred twenty six points was the winning lineup for? Two hundred twenty point six. Oh, twenty point six. Do you what, what? Do you want to talk about your best lineup, or you don't want to say that at all? Oh no! no, no, no. <laughs> we'll just talk about the winning lineup. The guy yeah, who won. Because the- I didn't win a million dollars, so it's not you know. It's not important. It's not yeah. worth you know. If I won a million, we'd definitely be talking about it, and we will be talking about it one day. But like I said, I had my lineup. You know, I had. I like to put you on the spot, Rob. Absolutely. So <laughs> let's talk about the winning lineup. Exactly. Two two twenty point six. Two twenty point six. <laughs> Go so. ahead, Rob. I was two players off from uh, from being in the top five. Hey, so. that's not bad. I yeah, mean, that's really so, good. Yeah, yeah. so um, anyway. I'm going to start listening to you. Yeah, maybe, right? <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so they used a Russell Wilson game stack. We talked about that game, the Dallas-Seattle game, game of the week. And that's right. That was that was Ron's game of the week, remember. And, they, and um, that won somebody a million dollars. Uh, they used their whole salary cap, so they used all 60000 and they used a lot of chalky players, which chalky players means they're high ownership. A lot of people are playing them. They played Russell Wilson, who got 36.8. He had 18% ownership. Derrick Henry, 26 points with 23.6% ownership. Jonathan Taylor, he only had 12.7. He had 37% ownership. Tyler Lockett, he had 32.5 points. He had 21% ownership. Metcalf, so it was Russell, Lockett, Metcalf. Those are the three players that played. And then they brought it back with Gallup. And Metcalf had 34% ownership. Gallup was a low-owned one. He has 6%. And then uh, tight end was uh, Jimmy Graham for Chicago. He had 21 points. He was only 0.9% owned. So that's what got him to the million dollars. Yeah, yeah. see, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that one week, Ron, about the ownership. Yeah. Because that, that is a big deal. Yeah. And he was only 0.9% owned? 0.9% owned. Wow. And he was a top-scoring tight end. So he found the diamond in the rough and the hidden gem, whatever, and that's what got him the million dollars. Uh, he played Eckler in his flex position who had 25.8 points. He was 14.7% owned. And then the Colts defense was 20% owned. So 
He only had two players that were under 10% owned. Everybody else was well above. Actually, everyone uh, you know, was above 15% owned. So you yeah. don't have to get super crazy. So yeah, exactly. You just find those one or two low-owned guys that go off, and that's the difference. That yeah, the, I, I, you. I love that. That's good, that's good information. I'm going to put that in our programming notes probably. Maybe next week we'll talk about a little bit about that, if, yeah, you know, if we absolutely. have some time to do that because absolutely. ownership is a big thing. Yeah. When and we talk about leaving money on the table, but like I said, you always have $100 or $200 to differentiate your lineups. and. That was a popular game. He didn't. He used everybody, but like I said, he used Graham, who was zero point nine percent owned. So that's what separated him from but, everybody. But see, the problem with that that you don't know how much they're going to be you owned until they actually are, they start the game. They don't, right? But yeah. there are a lot of sites that you can look, and there's they're paid, they're premium sites. You got to pay for them, but they have ownership projections, and um, you can Google them, pull them up, and then they'll pull up the sites, and you can do ownership projections. And they're pretty accurate. So, and then the more you play, the more idea you're going to have. Who's going to be popular plays? Who's going to be less popular plays? So this is like I say, you get better with, as you play. And but they do have websites. If you Google it, you know ownership projections for week, upcoming week four, you know 2020 season. It'll have different websites that come up, and you can like I say, some of them trial memberships. You can try them out, or you yep. know, so you can. That's something you can look into if you're if you're. Yeah, interested. that's good. You know, that's another good thing. Maybe we could talk about that too on yeah, another way. Absolutely. We've got so much to talk about. We have a lot to and talk about. And I mean, about. we could never get it done in Thank the 30 minutes. We're, yeah, we're in well, only week four. We got a lot, we got and a that, lot to say. Yeah, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Normally, we would, normally during this time, we would give you some information on how to get started in FanDuel, what you need to do, getting your account. We have a lot, we have a lot going on for next week, the though. Week. Ron and I talked about this already, and we're like, we need to really jump into week four because we have a lot of games with a hot, lot of high totals. So we, we need to jump into it, don't we, Ron? Absolutely, absolutely. And so you have notes. <laughs> you, have, you know what you want to talk about, I right? I do, I do. Ron so, always tells me what he wants to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to me. So nobody else does. Okay, so... Including me. <laughs> exactly. There are so many games with high totals. So when you're playing Daily Fantasy... Obviously, you want the high-scoring games to score the most points. And typically, if it's over 50, that's the game you want to target. We have six games right now on the slate that are over 50 points. And then the Minnesota-Houston game doesn't have a line right now because of the COVID stuff going on with Minnesota because they play Tennessee. Uh, Right now, before we started this podcast, I looked. All the tests came back negative for Minnesota still. So it looks like that game's going to go on. Um, so that's probably going to be over 50 point total as well. So you have so many ways you can go this week and so many different options. So there's lots of good choices. I think lots of good plays that you can do before we go into it any further Ron, Can you dumb it down a little bit for me actually, when you're talking about the totals for the games, yeah. what exactly do you mean? What exactly? The totals is, is Vegas total. So if people are betting on a game, Ooh, I love Vegas. Yeah. You so, know, I love Vegas. I know, right? <laughs> So totals are uh, the Vegas lines, um, or the line betting lines. So if somebody wants to bet on a game, they're going to say they bet on the total. So just for instance, the highest total game for the week right now, as of right now on Thursday is the Cleveland-Dallas game is showing a total of 56 points with Dallas as a five-point underdog. So that oh, wow. means if you're betting on that game and you say, I want I, I pick Cleveland, or you can bet them over or under, which is the 56 or 50, you know, so... Vegas is saying the game's going to score 56 points. So you can say, I think it's going to score more than 56 points. Wow, that's good. So that's over-under. So that's what the line is. And then minus five means Dallas is favored by five points in the game. And then tell me, me, Ron, I mean, that's 56 points. That's going to be a high-scoring game. So you're going to pick some players. You're going to pick 
who are you going to pick? Like quarterbacks, receiver? You could more well, like we mm. said, you want to game stack that game. Yeah, right? yeah. And like, like if you're picking the high scoring games, you're going to get more points, obviously. So. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> you're welcome. So you, like we said, stacking gives you the better options. And if it is not, if it's a close game, you're going back and forth. So both teams are scoring. So both teams are performing. So you're not reaching for players from nine different games right and they go off right you're trying to find the one game that scores the most points and gets the best you know so you're trying to keep it as simple as possible hey that's 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 a great idea when you said something like that that just brought to mind that just brought to mind what if I wanted to play just one lineup. What if I, you know, I know we play multiple lineups, but what if I just go in there and say I want to play one lineup? So your is, best strategy, if you're, is that a good strategy or not? Well, that, Ron? well, absolutely. I mean, obviously, the more you play, the obviously your odds are a little bit better because you're you're kind of playing different options. So that gives you a better option. But if you're playing one lineup, which a lot of people do, they just want to do it for fun, put one lineup together. Right. Yeah. Your best bet when you're doing that is to. Play a quarterback, obviously a high-scoring game, but play a quarterback that has been performing. You don't want to take chances. I mean, you can take a chance if you want, but if you're taking a chance with somebody, know that the chances are pretty good that they could fail. Mm-hmm. But if you right. take a safer bet at quarterback and you know stack them up with their receivers, um, like just for instance, Russell Wilson has been on fire mm-hmm. this year. We've right. all known. Right, right. So he's been – and he has Tyler Metcalf and – DK, uh, DK Metcalf, I'm sorry, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Tyler. Those are his two main targets. So if you're playing one lineup, a safe thing is play him in one or even both of those receivers. Mm-hmm. Like guy that won a million dollars. He played Russell Wilson, Lockett, and mm-hmm. Metcalf. He played both of them. That's a good starting point. And then you can find other players to make your lineup different from other people. Like I said, try to find players you think that may not be owned, that mm-hmm. you think are going to do good. And you can... Build your lineup that way. So it's kind of a safer way to do. So at least you know that, like, I may, I hope I win the million. But if I don't win the million, I have a pretty decent chance of at least getting in the money and getting my money back and win a little bit more. So and right. then it kind of gets you excited for next week. Right, you know? right. And so be a little bit safer, I think, on your quarterback, you know, pick. Right. And, and then, like I said, stack them. And do a game stack, or you don't even have to do a game stack if you don't want. But what would your strategy be though on a, on a single, um, like a only playing the one lineup, right? I mean, how how would you? What well, who would you pick first? I mean, I would start with my quarterback. You start with your quarterback. I would start okay. with my quarterback, and I would, do, like I said, I would pair him with one or two of his receivers. Yeah, I would start with a quarterback that is doing, um, like I said, just having a great year. And we mm-hmm. have a lot of them that are off to really good starts. I just use Russell Wilson as an example. Because he was in the winning lineup this last week, so um, that's what I would do. So you would do a you do a quarterback, then a receiver, then you go to your running backs, and then go. Yeah, because I would see. Okay, so like I would do Russell Wilson, and if I was doing it, I would do Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Because, oh, okay. Because they both they both can perform. Like last week, mm-hmm. in last week's game, Tyler Lockett is the one that went off. He got 32 and a half points. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf had 17. He would have had more. He he had that one touchdown. He was, you know, right. logging, you know, just yeah. jogging there and they knocked it out so that he would have more. But he had 17. So between the two of them, that's 49 and a half points. That's an average of 25. So if you pick Lockett or Metcalf, you mm-hmm. can do that. But which one's going to go off? Because it's usually, you know, you don't know which one's going to go off. So if you play both of them, and you average 20 points each or 25 points each, that's, four, that's 
like I said, they averaged between the two of them almost 25 points. Right. There's, there's 25 points for your two receivers total. I mean, right. 50 points total. Right. So, well, the reason I brought it up is because we were talking about the Cleveland-Dallas game. Yeah. So would that be a good game if you want to do a single game? I mean, just one well, lineup? Absolutely. Because of the high points, right? High That's points, what I'm guessing. And then, like, and so, it, for example, yes, because, and if you're going to do a single lineup, I would probably lean towards Dak Prescott. He's going to be higher owned than Maker Mayfield. But as you, as we know, as Browns fans, Browns try to run the ball. They're more run first, but they're probably going to be in a shootout. So if if there's going to be any game that Baker Mayfield goes off, this will be the game. You know? Oh, okay. So, um, but he's going to be lower owned, and he's higher risk because he hasn't really performed much. So, so if you want to take that option, you can. But if you want to do a safer bet, because you know that Dallas is going to throw the ball. Right. They like to throw the ball, and Dax. I think he's had over 30 fantasy points for every game so far this year. So that's a safer bet. Mm-hmm. So, But you can bring it back with a Cleveland guy. You mm-hmm. can bring him back with Odell. You know, So you can do Dak Prescott with either Amari Cooper, right. Ezekiel Elliott. You can, you, can, you can pair Ezekiel Elliott with um, Dak Prescott because he catches balls out of the background, uh, background backfield. Right. <laughs> um, but you have Amari Cooper. You have CeeDee Lamb. You have Michael Gallup. So you can use any one of those guys. You can use one or two of them. With Dak Prescott, bring it back with Odell Beckham or Jarvis Landry or Austin Hooper, so or even Chubb, right? Because Cleveland likes to run first, so mm-hmm. you have all kinds of options in that game. So okay, that sounds good. Because like I said, a lot of people, you know, they they don't want to spend a lot of money doing exactly. a lot of lineups, so they'll just want to do the one lineup. So exactly. yeah, that's good advice. You know, um, did you want to talk anything else? Did you want to talk anything else about um, you know the hot games? Uh, I think like there's a lot of great games this weekend. I think that besides the Dallas Cleveland game, yeah. who else you got? I mean, we got. I think I actually think that the New Orleans Detroit game is going to be a very high scoring game. Uh, New Orleans is desperate for a win right now. They so, they really are. Yeah. So yeah. and they're playing they're playing in Detroit, so it's indoors. So that could be a high scoring game, and also Minnesota Houston. Those are the two games I'm looking at out, outside the Dallas Cleveland game. Uh, there's no line on the Minnesota-Houston game because of the stuff going on with the COVID-19 with the um, uh, Minnesota team. But the game looks like it's going to go on. Both teams are 0-3, both desperate for a win. Both defenses haven't played well. So that could be that, – that could end up being the highest-scoring game of the weekend. So Yeah, well, you know my focus is going to be on the Cleveland-Dallas game, of course. Well, of course, you all – Bra- Well, <laughs> it, you know what? That's not a bad strategy because here the last $2 million winners – came from the Dallas game. So this week was the Seattle-Dallas game. Mm-hmm. They used uh, um, mm-hmm. the Russell Wilson stack. Mm-hmm. The week before was the Dallas-Atlanta game. Mm-hmm. And the winner of the million dollars played Dak Prescott in that game stack. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad strategy to focus right. on. And like I said, if Baker Mayfield's going to go off, this is the week for him to go off. I mean, he's... You know, he's... Um, and I would love to see it in the big well, game. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, love. Yeah, exactly. And then... You know, Dallas has given up the most touchdowns through the year. They've given up nine touchdowns through the year so far, which is the most. So, um, and they've given up 17 explosive plays. An explosive play is a play of 20-plus yards or 40-plus yards, okay? So, so far, Dallas has given up 17 of them. They've given up 14 plays of over 20, three plays of over 40. So, mm-hmm. what that means is there's chances for big, long touchdowns, which is big fantasy production. Right. So, that's a good, that's definitely something to look for, so... Good. So we have a lot to we have a lot more to talk about in the coming weeks because you brought up a lot of good things today, Ron. Well, good. About, Finally, <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, I have got so many notes here to talk about 
all kinds of good stuff coming up. Uh, coming up. Unfortunately, we we just don't have enough time every week. You, so it you. really does. So um, we got to jump Let's into it. we got to jump into next week here, week Absolutely. four. Absolutely. Are you looking forward to it? You looking? I am. I think there's a lot of great plays and a lot yeah. of different options. I think there is so many people you can play. Do you think it's going to be harder this week to pick because of the, the all these high total games? Uh, Possibly, and it's just a matter of picking the game that the goes off and and there's a lot of them like I said that can so right um it's just and there's so many I think there's so many good opportunities all right so my favorite my favorite part of the oh, show let's hear Ron Diculous give his advice for week four all right give me you know what I always like first the game of the week well the game of the week is oh please I, I told you if you if <laughs> I'll give you Dallas and Cleveland this week so if that's your game of the week is it so. Well, I always have to go with Dallas because they're the highest, uh, the highest scoring it. game on the slate. Like I said, we're talking. This is for fantasy purposes. Um, it's going to be the Cleveland Dallas game, or it's going to be the Minnesota Houston game. Um, like I said, there's no line on that, but I'm guessing it's going to be well over 50. So either one of those two games, mm-hmm. I think for fantasy purposes, it's going to be a lot of right. scoring. So those are the two games I'm kind of looking at for that. But, See, and um, I, I always get confused because you know my heart's in, in yeah, Cleveland, exactly. so I always go with the Browns, you know. But Absolutely. unfortunately, they're not always the best fantasy picks. But, so, I, no, but I mean, like I said, this is... Uh, and you'll, you'll see, you'll, I, I know people do that all the time. They're, they they kind of gravitate to the same players, and they yeah. kind of gravitate to their favorite team, so, exactly. which I do. So Exactly. It doesn't always work out. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So Cleveland-Dallas is going to be your game of the week, or Minnesota... Yeah, Houston, Minnesota, that's another good one. Like I said, there's so many good ones. Uh, Detroit, New Orleans, just pick one. Just, they're all going to be good. They're all going to be the game of the week. Ron, everyone so. everyone tunes in every week to hear your prediction and your expert advice, so we need to know what it is. Well, you know, it's like I feel bad picking the Dallas-Cleveland against a big Dallas all the way, but you know, being a Cleveland Browns fan, but I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be the most. I like it. I, hey, it's going to be an exciting game. Don't so, apologize yeah. for winning winning strategies. This well, is, that's true. I mean, don't, don't apologize for being a genius. Oh. Oh, okay, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we'll go with that. Dallas Cleveland is your game of the week. Okay. Who do you want to talk about? Quarterbacks first? Let's do it. All right. I got a couple quarterbacks to consider. Like I said, if you're playing one lineup, look at the guys at the top. Every week, the top guys are always in play. So keep that in mind. So mm-hmm. These are just other players just, just to consider that are maybe outside of your thought process. Mm-hmm. You know? So I like Josh Allen, 8,600 versus Las Vegas, 52.5 point total. Um, for Buffalo and Buffalo's implied to score twenty seven, almost twenty eight points. Mm-hmm. I like the rushing upside for for uh, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas has allowed six rushing touchdowns so far, and so he could you know run one in from the one yard out. And, right, and, and we and, talked about him last week too. You talked scored, about think, that 30, yeah. where sometimes you don't even have to stack anybody. Exactly, exactly. So you can play Josh Allen, and I like I like him a lot. Uh, they're playing in Vegas. Um, against against the pass, uh, Las Vegas has been pretty good. They've only allowed like an 88 passer rating so far, but uh, with the rushing upside with Josh Allen, that's why I like him a lot on that. So I like him. And then my next one you're going to really like. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Fitzpatrick uh, for Miami. We just talked. I, yeah. So I mean, Fitzpatrick, he's 7,100 to play in Seattle. And I think you know, I, what not like, what's not to like? Seattle has given up. Almost 35 receptions a game. 34.6. That's receptions a game. That's crazy. 34.6 and 430 yards through the air. Both are worst in the league. Um, They've given up the most explosive plays, like we talked about, plays of 20-plus or 40-plus yards. 
They've given up 24 so far this year, 18 of 20 plus yards and six of 40 plus yards. So there could be a lot of big plays in that game. So if you want to take a chance with Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, now the thing is, if you play Ryan Fitzpatrick, you have to know he could just as easily throw for 430 yeah. and six touchdowns or throw six interceptions. That's exactly that's, that's exactly why I always stay away from him because yeah. you know he's just like he is definitely hit or miss. He is, he is never in between. Exactly. Dude is so so. But they're going to be down, and I think it's going to be a shootout there too. So that could be that could be definitely a good play to think about. And like I say, he's taking a chance, but. He definitely could pay off for you. He could win somebody a million dollars. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. See, yeah, this is all, this is why I say this is my favorite part because Ryan doesn't go over his predictions with me before the before the uh, podcast, so I get them live too. So you'll get my live reaction. <laughs> so those are the quarterbacks I have for you right now, and then um, I got some running backs we can talk about. All right, you want to go? To, you want to go to running backs next? Yeah. All right. And uh, so I just do two quarterbacks, and then uh, running backs, uh, Kenyon Drake. I thought he was going to have a good look oh, game last week. I did too. Yeah, I did too. But he, they're playing Carolina. He's 7,000. Carolina's given up seven rushing touchdowns to the running backs, which is the worst in the league. Oh, Eckler last week, even though uh, Los Angeles was down, they end up losing. Eckler had 25.8 fantasy points versus Carolina. So wow. they've given up the most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, DeAndre Hawkins actually had, I think he's uh, questionable with an ankle injury. He'll probably play, but he's a little banged up. So. I think Kenyon Drake has a huge game this week okay. playing against Carolina. And I think they get him going this week. And so I like him a lot. And then uh, next I have James Robinson for Jacksonville against Cincinnati. Okay. So he's 6,600. Uh, Cincinnati's given up the second most yards to running backs, 545 and five rushing touchdowns, which is tied for the third worst. Cincinnati also has given up the second most explosive running plays which is a 20-plus yards. They've given up five of those. So James Robinson could be a nice little play for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been played well so far this year, and that could be a high-scoring game back and forth, too. Those defenses aren't that great as well. So I like him. And then in the Houston and Minnesota game, I like Dalvin Cook, 8,700. Oh. He had a really good game last week. Uh, Houston's given up the most rushing yards, 565, and seven explosive plays. Um, which is the worst in the league. They've given up six plays of 20-plus yards and one of 40-plus yards. So Dalvin Cook could have a big game, and I like him a lot in okay. that game. Yeah, so those nobody, are pretty good Nobody can really make fun of you there, Ron. I mean, those are great picks. Those are great picks. They really are. I know. We'll, get, we'll get to these sleepers later, so yeah. that's when I'll get, no, a, get to make fun of you. Uh, can you jump into the receivers real quick? Absolutely. Um, Michael Thomas it looks like he's coming back this week. Everyone's going to be on Alvin Kamara because Alvin Kamara yeah. lights out. But I think Michael Thomas is a good pivot off of Kamara because he's going to be lower owned. He had a bad first week and he got hurt in the first week. He's 8,800 versus Detroit. Um, Detroit's given up seven touchdowns through the year, which is tied for the third worst in 11 explosive plays, um, 10 of 20 plus and one of 40 plus. So I think Michael Thomas has a huge game and gets um, Drew Brees rolling. I think they want to get him going too. So I like him a lot. And then to re- pair up with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and for if you can do a game stack, maybe look at Preston Williams mm-hmm. for Miami. He's fifty five hundred, and um, you know he's only got fourteen targets, but he's a big play waiting to happen of those four. But he has twenty four points, um, almost twenty five percent of their total air yards. So that means all the air yards have thrown. He's got almost a quarter of them. Mm-hmm. So. I you know I think he could be definitely a good play. You could also look at Parker as well, but I like Preston Williams would probably be lower owned of the of, between Parker and Williams. And, and what does he run? Fifty five hundred. Fifty five hundred for Preston uh, Williams. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. 
And then I like Will Fuller. Um, Will Fuller for Houston. He's 6,100 against Minnesota. Minnesota has given up 18 explosive plays. Um, they've given up five touchdowns. Could be a shootout. Like I said, both teams are 0-3. You need to win. Fuller looked good last week against Pittsburgh. So I'd like him too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Real quick, tight end. Tight end. What? I like Waller. Yeah, you know, yeah no, he's a he's great. He's 6,700. He's always a great pick. He's his he? number one target. Yeah. He's got 28 targets on the year. Um, let's see. Buffalo has given up six receptions and 81 yards a game to the tight ends on average. Yeah. So um, and he lines up in the slot sometimes. Cup lined, lined up in the slot last week, and he had nine receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown. So I like Waller a lot. Mm-hmm. and um, I always like him, yeah. too. He's one of my favorite players. He's one I always, like, we talk about going back to. Exactly. I kind of I kind yeah, of drawn was, to yeah. him. He's a safe bet. He know? really he, is, yeah. He should do well. And then I like Hawkinson for Detroit. He's another one. that I, yeah, He's another one New I'm Orleans going to. New Orleans has allowed four touchdowns to the tight ends, which is the worst. They've been the worst against tight ends so far this year. So Hawkinson could have a huge game. Um, like I said, in, um, he, he got seven targets last week, which was tied with Galladay for the team lead. So I think Hawkinson could have a huge game. And okay, like I said, so he's a good one to look at. So now again, one of my favorite, one of my favorite segments, the sleepers. We, but LeBron likes to call them hidden gems. Hidden now. gems. I don't <laughs> know. new yeah. hidden gems. Okay, so, so. The, yeah, um, quarterback. I don't know if he's a sleeper, but um, he's a hidden gem. Ma- yeah, maybe <laughs> Matthew Stafford. People aren't going to be. Yeah, looking he's at him. not. Yeah, he's yeah. He's seventy two hundred playing New Orleans. Think it's going to be a shootout. You can pair him up with Hawkinson. I like him. Uh, New Orleans has given up eight touchdowns through the air, which is second worst, and 11 explosive plays. So I like him because he's going to be low-owned. Everyone's going to be looking for everybody else, so he could be a sneaky play. Uh, running back, this is, uh, this, is, this is kind of like going alternative here. Carlos Hyde, <laughs> 5,700 against Miami. Yeah, Everyone's going to be playing Wilson, Lockett, and Metcalf, which is understandable. But if they get out to a big lead, it looks like Carson's out this week. I think he definitely is out. Hyde's 5,700. No one's probably going to own him. Hmm. Miami's given up five rushing touchdowns on the ground. So he could be a sneaky play. Like I said, he, you know, like I, said, I think he's going to be low owned. And uh, so he's someone to think about. I don't, I, so far I can't make fun of you. <laughs> well, what about receivers? What do, yeah, give me something. Okay, this is a, this is another one you can pair up with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Isaiah <laughs> Ford. Okay. <laughs> he's 4,600, almost minimum against Seattle. Uh, like I said, luckily to be trailing. He yeah. has 16 targets on the year. He's got 11 receptions on 16 targets. That's a good hidden yeah, gem. He's going right to be low there, owned, yeah. so no one's gonna, everyone's going to be owning Devontae Parker, or Preston Williams. So he could be a sneaky play. He'll be low owned. Pair him up with Fitzpatrick, and uh, you know, one long play, he could pay off for you. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, tight end, I have uh, Evan Ingram for the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be behind against the um, Rams. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to throw. Rams have allowed three touchdowns to tight ends throughout the year, so. He could be a possibility. You know, probably low owned. I, I've played him too. I mean, I have him in my lineups. Yeah, and I have one super dart for you. You're gonna love it. Love it. Yes, it's a wide receiver, Kaderil Hodge, <laughs> for the Cleveland Browns. He's 4,500 playing Dallas. Awesome. I can almost guarantee he's gonna be less than one percent owned. Awesome. I can almost guarantee that so myself. Kaderil Hodge yeah. is gonna help somebody win a million dollars this so week. So you've heard it right so, here this week. Exactly. Though. So <laughs> awesome, Ryan. Yeah, he's only got five targets on the year, so he's super dart throw, but. Like I said, one. Hey, yeah, you never know. So he's my super dark. Hey, one touchdown, you know. Exactly. There you go. Again, this time goes by so fast for us. Again, it could be painful for you, but it it really goes by really quick for us. So sorry we had to rush into everything this week. Um, 
again, thanks for thanks for tuning in this week, following our advice. And you know, if you have any questions, please send them to us. We're, you can follow us on Instagram at trpcast. Um, you can find us at Trabiculous and Rondiculous. Uh, like us on Facebook and Twitter at trpcast and our new website trpcast.com. So any of those, you can submit questions. You can tell us what fools we are. We're happy with whatever you send, but um, just let us know. So thanks again, Ron. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope everyone has a great week. Good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good luck, everyone. See you next week. See ya.